This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, I'm Craig Ellingson, sports editor at the Evanson Journal, and this is the Oil Spills Road Report for Wednesday, October 15th, 2014. With me on the line from Los Angeles, where he's waiting to board a plate for Phoenix, where the Evanson Oilers play the Arizona Coyotes tonight, is journal hockey writer Jim Matheson. Hi, Matty. How are you doing, Craig? Good. So, 6-1 loss last night in Los Angeles to the Kings. What happened to the Oilers? That's about as low as I can recall the Oilers in some time. The first 25 minutes, they never touched anybody. Uh, as I wrote, there, you know, L.A. was playing against air, you know, coming into the Oilers' end. There was no checking, no compete. Which, you know, it's just the yeah, buzzword now that coaches use, uh, no compete game. And I... That's pretty rare for the Oilers. At least they would try hard. And they were just totally overwhelmed by the best team in the NHL last year. And that was pretty disturbing because the Oilers don't seem to have any formula for winning a hockey game now. Uh, if they could play like Calgary did last year and try to win the games 3-2 and, you know, know every game you're in, it's going to be a close one. Uh, great. But that's not the way the Oilers play the game. Uh Last night, they, they, they neither looked fast nor hard on the puck, and they're playing a team that's, you know, really big, and they made them pay for it. No progress. I'm not seeing a lot of progress right now, and I think that's what the Oilers fans want to see is some sort of light at the end of the tunnel that this team is making some strides, and while they don't, you know, make the playoffs, you know, they want them to get back 82 points or, you know, point a game, something like that, but... You know, three games in, they have one point, and uh, you know, once again, it's a slow start in the first month of the season, and they need to be better than that. It's still pretty early, though. Or that's three or three games in, and it was the best team in the, in the league, too. That's the best team in the league, but that, that team lost to the Phoenix, the Arizona Coyotes, uh, a couple of games before they beat the others. So, um, you know, Arizona beat them in over in a, in the overtime. So. Uh, it is the best team in the league, and they're getting better because uh, L.A., you know, beat Winnipeg handily on Sunday night and beat the Oilers 6-1 last night. So L.A. is getting better after, you know, a bit of a hangover after winning the Stanley Cup. But still, you can't go into hockey games and be down five goals after 25 minutes. That's not even half a game. You're already down five goals. And the other teams, you know, call it off the dogs. And while they, you know, 6-1, while it was a... A one-one game for the last, you know, thirty-five minutes. You know, thirty-five nothing before the Oilers started playing hard. So um, that's not acceptable. You know, fortunately for the Oilers, they don't have to think about it too long. They got the game in Arizona tonight, and we'll see if Ryan Nugent-Hopkins and George Everly play. Um, 
playing than Everly because he was on the ice at least yesterday and Everly was not uh, with uh, their injuries. And I'm sure Jeff Petrie was back in the lineup. Still not sure why Jeff Petrie didn't play last night. I'm sure their teams are calling him about Jeff Petrie for a trade because he's an unrestricted free agent, uh, right-handed shooting defenseman. And lots of teams would take Jeff. And the Oilers uh, still need another center. I mean, either a second or third line center. So that's what they're looking for. Okay, Maddie. I'll let you get on to board the plane there. We'll we'll talk to you later. Okay. Thanks, Greg. Thanks. Bye.